Amen. Thank you, platform workers. Thank you uh, for your generosity tonight, your liberality. Much appreciated. Uh, Acts 19. <clears throat> I've been uh, saying this last week. Uh, we're going to preach tonight uh, out of Acts 19. This is where they brought all this stuff that was tormenting them. Uh, witchcraft books, different things. They brought it to the altar, tore it up, burned it, beat the hammer, all kinds of stuff. So uh, we're going to do that later. Amen. Uh, but, uh, amen. I want to use Luke 10 as a launching pad uh, for tonight's service here. Uh, Luke 10, Jesus sends these disciples out to preach, uh, to cast out devils. And as they returned, they said these words. Listen to what they said, verse 17. Uh, then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample or to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice that your name is written down in heaven. Jesus said the greatest joy is that you're saved and your name is written down in heaven. But, I like this part, but isn't it fun to see Satan dethroned and cast down? That's what he's saying. That they're rejoicing because... Uh, this thing works, amen, they're preaching, it works, they're pleading the blood, it's working, demons are crying out, uh, people are getting sick, or people are getting healed, uh, sickness is leaving, they're excited, Jesus said, hey, uh, the greatest thing is you're saved, but it is fun, isn't it, to see Satan uh, dethroned, cast down, uh, so with that in mind, let's go to Luke 9, or Acts 19, titled this sermon, Satan Fallen the Church Rising. We'll go to verse 11. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hand of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and disease left them, and evil spirits went out of them. Then some of the traveling Jew, uh, Jewish uh, extras uh, took it upon themselves to call uh, the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exercise uh, you uh, by the Jesus whom Paul preaches also, there were seven sons of Sheba, Jewish uh, chief priests, who did so. And the evil spirits uh, uh, answered and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirits uh, uh, was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This became known both to all the Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus. And fear came on them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified, and many of them believed, uh, came confessing and telling their deeds. And also those who had practiced magics uh, brought their books together, burned them in the sight of all, and they uh, counted the value of them a total of 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of God grew mightily and prevailed. Father, I'm asking you tonight a dominion from heaven, a supernatural dimension in this service, God, I pray. We take authority in your name by the blood of Jesus. We break every demonic. We cast down uh, every demon spirit tonight, God, that would oppose the word of God. Uh, every demonic that would rise up tonight, we cast it down. We break its power. God, we're asking you to move powerfully in the service and in the lives of your people tonight. In Jesus' name, God's people say amen. 
Let's look first at the power of God. You know, if you're saved, you know the power of God. Sins forgiven, uh, amen, new mind, new heart, new destiny, made part of the body of Christ, being given gifts and talents. Uh, you pray, you worship, uh, uh, amen, you know God. Uh, amen, so uh, when you're saved, amen, uh, when you're delivered, it's a wonderful thing. Can you say amen tonight? Verse 11 and 12 is mind-blowing, though, if you consider whom God is working these miracles through. So now God worked unusual miracles by the hand of uh, Paul, who that even handkerchiefs and aprons who are brought from his body to the sick and disease, uh, uh, let them, or let them in evil spirits uh, uh, sit out of them. You know, before salvation, Paul was the worst of the worst. This encouraging about God, uh, uh, Saul was the worst, or Paul was the worst of the worst. He hated Jesus uh, and all believers. He didn't just uh, uh, hate a little bit. He hated. He hated a lot. He hated Jesus. He hated all believers. Nine or Acts nine one. He's dragging believers out of their homes and putting them in prison. Two verses later, uh, he uh, Amen. A light shines around him from heaven. He falls to the ground. Jesus makes himself real to Paul. You know the story. Uh, and now in our text, God's working uh, unusual miracles through him. That's amazing. But that's the God we serve. God takes the worst the world has, uh, saves them, uh, redeems us, uh, delivers us, now uses us powerfully uh, to defeat the demonic. You know, 1 Corinthians 1, Paul's preaching in a church called Corinth, uh, and these are some really bad dudes. If you read about Corinth, they're really bad uh, people. They've done all the wrongs. Amen. They, but they got saved. Uh, now they have a new heart. They got a new mind. They got a new life, just like Paul. And Paul's telling them God wants to use their life now. And no doubt he's giving his testimony uh, about who he was and how God's using him. And now they're saying, Paul is saying, God wants to use you, but they're finding it hard to believe. Paul tells them this, verse 26. For you see your calling, brethren, not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things that are despised God has chosen, and the things that are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence." God loves to use people like Paul, you and I, uh, save us, uh, clean us up, and use us in a powerful way. That's the message God or Paul is telling the Corinthians. It uh, doesn't matter what you've done before, what you were involved in. Uh, what matters, you're saved, you're delivered, uh, you're a vessel of honor now. God wants to use you in a powerful way uh, because God loves to use uh, here in our in Corinthians, uh, uh, you know, the, those that aren't a whole lot, uh, most of us wasn't the cream of the crop. Amen. We wasn't the, the brain surgeons, right? Uh, we barely made that out of high school, some of us. Uh, amen. And so you know who you are. Uh, and Paul said, listen, uh, but God wants to use you powerfully. You know, Jesus' disciples were fishermen and tax collectors uh, for the most part, uh, not the most educated and prestige people. Uh, Jesus did go after the, the, the cream uh uh, of the crops of the world. Uh, Jesus went after the common man, uh, Acts 4.13. Uh, 
But when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, but they marveled for they realized that they had been with Jesus. Amen. Peter and John wasn't saying the right words, uh, the educated words, uh, but they had a dominion over Satan and hell. Uh, they're seeing people saved and healed, uh, and religious people say, we can't deny the power they're working in. Uh, we can, they're, they're not using the right words. You tell they're not the educated uh, of the group, but listen, uh, we cannot d- deny they said they've been with Jesus. Uh, they're operating in the power. They have a dominion upon their life. Uh, the same thing that Jesus did, they're doing. Uh, and that's what God still loves to do. Amen. Use people like you and I, uh, uh, common people, people that were dirty in the world, uh, clean us up, save us, uh, and use us for the glory of God. You know, don't count yourself out because you're past. Your upbringing or your ed- education. God doesn't see as man sees. First uh, Samuel 16, for the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. When I got saved, uh, as I, you, I've told you before, I can barely talk or I stuttered really bad. Uh, I, I wasn't highly educated. I barely made it through high school. Uh, uh, but my pastor told me, listen, uh, Lord, God wants to use your life in a powerful way. I couldn't see it uh, at first, but he said, listen, God's going to help you. God's going to move in your life. God's going to help you, give you dominion over stuttering. God's going to begin to give you dominion in life. And I... And God just, I just begin to pray and believe God and pray for people uh, on my job, seeing people get saved and healed. Uh, and I begin to see God's word come to pass. Look, secondly, dominion over the, the demonic. Dominion over the demonic. Verse 13. The some of the traveling Jewish exorists uh, took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exercise you by the uh, Jesus, whom Paul preaches, also uh, there were there seven sons of Seba, a Jewish uh, priest, uh, chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, "Jesus, I know; Paul, I know; but who are you?" Then the men in whom the evil spirit uh, uh, was uh, leaped on them, overpowered them, prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked uh, and wounded. That had to be humiliating. Amen. The seven sons of Sheba, Jewish priests, uh, or chief priests, uh, see Paul doing uh, something. He's laying hands on the sick and diseased, uh, seeing him healed. And they thought, hey, that looks pretty cool. Let's try it. You know, they're not saved. They're not born again. They don't, they don't know who Jesus is. Uh, they may know him by words, but they don't know him by power and spirit. Uh, they're not saved. Uh, but they're watching Paul, and they say, hey, uh, we can do that. And the, uh, so the man who, in whom the evil spirit was leaped out of them, overpowered them, beat them, uh, wounded them, and ran them away naked. You know, the devil does have power. Ephesians 6. Paul gives us a look at the enemy here, verse 12. Called the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this age. Against spiritual hope of wicked, a spiritual host of wickedness uh, in heavenly places. So the devil does have power, but what encourages me, verse 15, in our text, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Other words, what he's saying, when you're saved, uh, Satan knows who you are. When you're saved, amen, when you have a power in the dominion, uh, 
in your prayer. You can lay hands on the sick. Uh, you can cast out demons. Uh, uh, get people healed. Listen, uh, the devil knows who you are. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. When you're saved, the devil knows who you are. And that's my confidence when I pray, when I believe God, uh, uh, when I, especially when I go into a, a new area or I'm praying for somebody that I really don't know, uh, I'm believing uh, and I'm praying this truth here. Our dominion and our rule comes through the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by stripes we are healed. Acts 4, 12. There is no other, uh, there is no, and nor is there salvation in any other name. For there is no other name under heaven given whom where we must be saved. Uh, Amen. The blood in the name of Jesus gives you and I power. Once we're saved, amen, the blood of Jesus uh, that was shed on Calvary's cross cleansed us, uh, broke every curse, break, broke every bondage, uh, cleansed our minds, set us free. Uh, and in that name, that name is higher than any other name. Uh, and when you're saved, cleansed by the blood, uh, using that name, listen, demons fear that. Demons tremble when a, a born-again believer uh, uh, uses the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus, I know, but Paul, I know. Uh, these are religious uh, people trying to uh, do what Paul did. But who are you? Don't be the but who are you people. Right? We need to be people that walk in dominion. Pray for people, lay hands on the sick, uh, and believe God. That's what God's looking for today. In our text, God's looking for believers that have faith to pray for the sick. Look what it says here. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hand of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons were brought from his body uh, to the sick, and disease left them, and evil spirits went out of them. God's looking for someone. Here's Paul. Paul was just as disqualified as you and I. Uh, again, he was the worst of the worst in the world, but he gets saved. Uh, He's redeemed now. God's looking for a man uh, that just simply has the boldness to lay hands on the sick, uh, to believe God, to do miracles. Uh, and and God found found a man that would believe. Uh, and God moving through his life so powerfully that even handkerchiefs and aprons uh, touch his body. Uh, they take him to the, the person that's sick and demons are leaving. That's powerful. You know, church in America, if we're not careful, this is us. Church in America has come to church, sing a few songs, give an offering, hear a message, and go home. That's church in America. And if we're not careful, that can be us. We need to get back to preaching, praying for the sick, casting out demons. Come on. We need to get back to that as men and women of God. Uh, don't just settle for just come to church, uh, give me a nice message I can say amen to, and let me go home. Uh, Listen, we need to be uh, contending people, uh, people that pray, contend, believe God. Uh, if, we, if something comes into the service uh, that needs to be set free, we get we pray for them, get them free. I remember the early days, man, we were crazy about this. We'd just be looking. Somebody come to church, some of us just I think they got something. <laughs> we're looking, uh, and we couldn't wait to just get over and lay. We, we went overboard. We scared some people half to death, man. We're we're all laying hands on them. You know, come out. You know, we're calling everything. Uh, they're scared to death. And 
But you know what? We were zealous, man. But we did get a lot of people free. You got a lot of people, demons come out. I had one guy named John. He was uh, had a background uh, of homosexuality and different things. And so he came, he came to church a few times. And uh, he asked me, he said, hey, can you come over and pray for me? I'm like, yeah, ain't a good idea. Uh, you know, his background, me going over to his house praying for us, <laughs> not a good idea. Uh, so I said, well, I'll, you know, I'll meet you somewhere. We, we prayed. Uh, but this, he really did want to get saved. And I remember praying for this guy. This was supernatural. He was involved in a lot of other demonic stuff. But I remember praying for him. Uh, the moment I laid hands on him, he lifted up uh, and slammed against the wall about 10 foot away. And I was a new convert. I was only about eight months saved, maybe. And God made it very real to me. This is demonic. Uh, man, I ran over. I remember praying for him, casting that spirit out. He's screaming. Uh, and he was free, though. He got freed that day, got saved and freed. Uh, and God said, there's a lot of people like that. Amen. You know, it's just not the seven sons of Sheba that are being beaten and wounded by Satan. People all around us like that. Amen. Uh, people all around us. I, Pastor Howard called me yesterday at... Just tell me about some people that he's witnessing to in Kentucky and uh, and just response of people getting saved, delivered, healed. Uh, uh, people all around us need a church that's unashamedly saved uh, and will preach and pray for people, get people saved. Uh, and God's looking for that today. That brings me to our third point, leaving no evidence behind. These are serious believers. Look what it says here. Also, many of those who practiced witchcraft or magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all, and they counted up the value of them, and they tallied 50,000 pieces of silver. Listen to this. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. They cleaned house. Anything in their house that looked anything like sin or demons, uh, they said, got to go. Anything that looked unclean, uh, anything in the world that they participated in, that they brought into their house, uh, that may look demonic, that may have uh, an evil look, evil face, or had any kind of uh, involvement in any kind of occultism or witchcraft, they brought to church that day. They said, we're going to deal with business. Uh, and the Bible said they brought it all together and they burned it all. You know, we pray for people. We often ask them, uh, have you ever been involved in witchcraft? Fortune telling, divination, false religion. Uh, uh, what we want to know, is there anything that's causing trouble here? Give you a little example. My wife, when we asked, after we got saved, she had headaches really bad. I mean, really bad. Bad migraine headaches. And, I mean, all the time. And so my pastor's asking us questions. Uh, had been ever been involved in a coldism? Any any witchcraft in, and we said, no, we didn't, you know, we did a lot of stuff, but we, we didn't get involved in that kind of stuff, and have you, has anybody given you anything? And my wife remembered somebody that from her family that was uh, uh, doing uh, things that uh, were very questionable, gave her an arrowhead, just simply an arrowhead, uh, and Pastor said, let's look at that, uh, uh, and I remember he smashed that, got rid of Her headache instantly went away. She never had it again. That was demonic. That was something that had 
divination on it that it was used in some kind of magical uh, witchcraft art type stuff, uh, breaks it, uh, and it's gone. I mentioned this morning I was in, in martial arts uh, for about two years, uh, and I was into it, man. I, I, I had the jackets, the weapons, and, and different things, and God began to deal with me right after I got saved. And I remember going to my pastor's house, and uh, we took it all, we put it in the trash can, we threw it in, and the moment we put the jackets in, uh, I mean, the fire shoot, just shot up. Whoa. I mean, you can feel it. It was, it was, it was more than just a fire. There's like a demonic broke. Uh, something happened uh, in my spirit, but also in the natural there. But what I like here, it said they burned their stuff, and the word of, God, and the, word of the, the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed, meaning before that, it, it wasn't. The word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Uh, what this means, the areas of their mind and city, there's resistance. Uh, before, there was, there, they couldn't get a breakthrough. It was like hitting a wall. Uh, every time they prayed, every time they tried to uh, prevail in some area, they just couldn't get a breakthrough. There was walls. But the moment they got the brought all this stuff, broke it, burned it, uh, the Bible said they prevailed. Uh, something broke in the supernatural. Something broke. Uh, it's like this wall broke down. They prevailed uh, and they moved forward in areas that they couldn't before. Maybe it's her marriage. They just hit walls in her marriage. Uh, but now they broke this. They got rid. Now they're prevailing in their marriage. Maybe it's a constant struggling in their mind. They're battling stuff at home. But now they're prevailing. I love to see Christians moving in God. Moving forward to things of God. That's what happened here. Before, it's like they're just hitting walls. Uh, like coming to church, but there's no breakthrough, no prevailing. But now, the Bible said they grew mightily and they prevailed. That's powerful. You know, that from time to time, me and my wife in the younger days, especially used to do house cleaning. Any kind of books that may have been given to us from people we didn't know about, any kind of uh, movies, any kind of things that we think would be questionable. Uh, uh, man, we'd bring, break them. <laughs> bring them to church, get rid of them. Uh, with ain't nothing hanging around this house. I ain't getting plagued. Amen. I'll bet. Now, I don't go to your house with a camera. I don't do that. <laughs> but I'll bet there's some people here that you got you got mind battles that you've had for a long time. There's people here, you're, you've been, there's torments going on, uh, and it's located right here. There's something in your house. It might be books, movies, objects, something's there uh, that was involved in something unclean, something demonic. Uh, listen, if you do some house cleaning, find that, break it, uh, get rid of it, uh, you have a breakthrough. I pastored in Punka City, Oklahoma, uh, my first church, and man, what an eye-opener. Uh, in in uh, 12th grade, they, uh, uh, it was parapsychology taught in 12th grade. Uh, uh, I mean, the movement of uh, witches and wizards and all, they were into it. Uh, right in the in the middle of this, in our city, there's a witch house, uh, unashamedly, a big old white house that just said witch house on it. Uh, they taught people how to do incantation, uh, cast spells, and... And all these different things. And I remember a couple of these guys come to our church, come to our Bible study. And I'm doing a Bible study one night. And we, 
would go out. We're sitting on the uh, the porch, and uh, this guy Mike, he came in, and man, I, I, I'm kidding. I'm, we're battling, or spiritual battling. He's he's involved in that, man. I, I'm and I'm preaching. I'm hitting hard in the spiritual. Uh, all of a sudden, his eyes roll back in his head, and man, he falls straight forward. And right before his head hits the concrete, my wife grabs his head, and man, he's going convulsions. Cops came, ambulance came, took him to the hospital. Game cat scan. They said we can't find nothing. Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm at the hospital with him. Uh, I'll say he gets up off the table and walks out. They said we can't. There's no. We can't find. We have no idea what happened. Uh, that's a demon. That was demonic. And I told Mike to listen. Uh, don't go back to that stuff. Uh, uh, and you know you're set free. You're clean. Don't go back to that. I'll tell you story after story. But I believe there's people here tonight. That's why we put this out, uh, that, that there's things in your house that you need to break. There's things in your presence, uh, and maybe you're just casually collecting them. Uh, you got to watch out for the books you read today, the movies you watch, things that you allow in your home because they have spirits connected to them. And listen, we're, we're going to break some stuff tonight. Maybe you can break tonight. We'll have another night. Or you don't have to be nice. You do it, you do it yourself at home. Go through your house, do some house cleaning, and your own trash can outside and burn them. Right? So let's bow our heads first tonight. Let's bow our heads tonight. So I talked about being changed. New mind, new heart, new destiny. That's what happens when you get 